0: Upgrade your ATV UTV today at superatv.com. Whether it's portals, axles, windshields, lift kits, power steering kits, or any of the other great products from Super ATV, they have you covered through the entire process, from design, manufacturing, testing, selling, shipping, and they're always there to support everything you need for your side-by-side. Go start your upgrade today at superatv.com. Well, welcome to another edition of the Destination Polaris podcast. Super excited for today because we have an in-studio guest. Yes. 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 We actually have two in-studio guests because I feel like I haven't seen you, Alexa, for a little bit. It in has here. been a
1: little bit, but I'm back. You're You're in the flash.
0: I appreciate you being here. (laughs) (laughs) We've been on the road a little bit lately. Um, Our Destination Players podcast is brought to you by Rugged Radios. We use Rugged Radios on all of our shoots for clear communication. We talk vehicle to vehicle. And, of course, we can stream our favorite music while out on the ride. So do yourself a favor. And uh, if you can, get a hold of some Rugged Radios and use them on your next ride. Today, we are joined by... Mallory Apperson, who is the customer growth and engagement manager at Polaris. That sounds like a very big and important title, Mallory. What the heck does that mean? It's
2: a very long <laughs> title and a very uh, busy job, hectic job, um, but it, all good things. Um, so really what our team does is uh, focuses on engaging with growth segments for all of our brands. So we work with off-road, on-road, boats, accessories, PGA. So we're kind of all over the place, um, which I like. There's never a boring day at work. Never boring week, never boring month. But um, we really just try engage with up and coming uh, growth segments and new consumers, and try to bridge that gap between external and internal communications.
0: Now, I thought, Alexa, you and I had a cool job, but we just spent the last fifteen minutes. We talking. just got one up. We totally did, totally did. And she's like, Oh, here, I ride with this person. I go here, I get to do this. I get to, and because you touch all of the brands, you get to do all of the fun stuff. Where you get to play in the dirt, but you play on everything.
2: We plan everything. Yeah. So we, we have the pleasure, um, not the curse of getting (laughs) to ride every possible Polaris vehicle that you can think of. So, um, yeah, I was just riding ATVs and razors this past week. And then the week prior was on some motorcycles and two weeks before that was on a snowmobile. So we're, we're, we're have full access.
1: Do you have a favorite experience? Like what's your favorite type of ride?
2: Um, I would say this past week out in Big Bear in Lucerne Valley was top notch for me. Um, it was a more intimate riding segment with um one of the most incredible women riders i've ever met jolene van vu and it was just a really cool experience to take people who've never been behind the wheel through an eight hour ride day where they started off really nervous not knowing what to do and by the end were ready for rock crawling and ready for the intermediate and experienced ride so um riding in the desert in that situation is always a fun time um, because you have such diverse types of riding um and Jolene just is, if you've ever ridden with her, she will scare you, excite you, and make you want more all in one ride.
1: So um, I would say that was probably my favorite experience so far. Cool. It's always so fun to see, like you said, new riders show up. And we don't work with new riders a ton, but sometimes we do. And for them to show up and just not really know what to expect and be a little bit nervous about the machine, like especially if they're driving, and then see them, like you said, in the course of one day, get so comfortable, you know, and, and really trust the machine and feel safe. And then they're ready. like, they just want more.
2: Yeah, exactly. And even in the desert with rock crawling, putting them in front of a rock and then looking at Jolene, there's no way this vehicle can make that. And then just so gracefully it can happen. And so it's really cool to see people experience what vehicles can really do and start seeing that throughout the the ride and throughout the day. And they're like, wow, these are incredibly capable vehicles because when you look at it and you look at some of the obstacles we give them it it is
1: counterintuitive and then once they do it, it it just clicks I I mean we've obviously been on many many rides but I am still impressed like when we do some of the stuff we did in Utah I'm like how what like it just doesn't make sense but like you said you you have to experience it to really trust the machine and really understand how capable and rugged these things are they really are Yep, yeah. impressive
0: i take it for granted sometimes because we were doing the rock crawling out there and i'd look and look yeah, right <laughs> and then me like i'm like why is alexa doing this backwards
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah and then you get but we've been doing it for so long that i don't even think about it anymore i just I'm like yep yeah, it's gonna do it i'm surprised when it doesn't actually right yeah. you know what i mean i'm more surprised like wow i didn't make that i got to try again right. but i can see how somebody new think no way new tires will
1: pop or we're gonna hit the you know know. like bottom out like anything yeah but it's always so impressive
0: we brought mallory in for a couple of reasons today but one is because coming up here really soon is international female ride day on may 7th and that's a big deal for players
2: it is. So Polaris started partnering. We're on year three with our direct partnership with International Female Ride Day. So um, IFRD, so we like to shorten it down to because Polaris loves acronyms. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Any company loves acronyms. Right, yes. um, but we started uh, partnering with them three years ago, and Vicki Gray of S founded IFRD in 2007. Um, and the, really the intent there was to celebrate women in motorcycling. And then when Polaris came in three years ago, we we're like, well, what about women on dirt? What about women on trails? And what about women on snow? Um, and so we've really started building that umbrella to encompass our whole Polaris portfolio. And um, when you start digging in, the really cool thing, part of my job, is I really get to see how women are riding and how different it is across the country, across the world, really, Um, and just celebrating not only women but also male allies. You know, I grew up, I found riding through my dad, and that's a really important relationship for me and something that I still to this day get to share with my dad. Um, and, you know, he celebrates International Female Ride Day in the sense that he taught me how to ride and that we can go riding together. And so it's not just for women. Uh, the way I like to think about it is that it's anybody who rides with women, whether it's a coworker, a daughter, a spouse, a partner, a friend. You know, there's many ways to get outside. Um, and it's just a day where we can focus on some of the women who are out there. You're lucky,
1: Jared. I was going to ask you to leave. But Now you can say it because you write. Ma- you you can be a male ally. <laughs> you a male you? ally. I, like, yeah. I was just thinking about
0: that. I was like, "Wow, I'll just be a male ally. That's totally fine. I yeah. just go along with whatever you guys are planning on doing."
1: Welcome to our day. Yes,
0: appreciate it. Yes,
1: that's actually like we need to coin that term, <laughs> yeah. male, ally. Yeah, male ally. Next time I get in a fight with my boyfriend, can you just be a male yeah. ally <laughs>
0: for me? <laughs> for me on this <laughs> one. <laughs> on this one. Technically, this it's moment. called a wingman. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, uh... <laughs> But a male ally will work. I like that. Yeah. I like that. That's good. So how can uh, female writers sort of go out and celebrate? Or what, if they were going to the players' website, or or what do you guys do to sort of encourage?
2: So right now we actually have over 500 dealers across the enterprise who are activating for celebrations of International Female Ride Day. So I would encourage everybody to first and foremost check with your local dealerships. Um, Some are coordinating rides, some are coordinating brunches, some service opportunity where you can go in and get your vehicle serviced and have a coffee. Um, So each dealership across the country is doing something a little bit different. So I would absolutely say check there secondary to that our polaris adventures team is actually offering the first two women to ride free at 16 participating participating locations across the country um predominantly side by sides but there are some slingshots in there too so that's also a really cool way to get out there if you've never ridden just go to a polaris adventures location run a razor run a general and have a a two hour ride with your family. Um, outside of that, really if you have your own products, it's just getting out there and riding on that day. And be sure to tag Polaris because we will be online all day resharing and reposting what owners and riders are doing. So it's a great way also to connect and build that community of women riders together.
1: Is there a specific hashtag IFRD or what are we using? IFRD? Yeah. Okay. IFRD 2022. And then, then always
2: our hashtag think outside. I don't we can never do anything at Polaris without thinking outside because we are outside so you know we want to make sure we include that too but uh, one thing we have found with women especially in off-road is that there's the sentiment that there's not an an opportunity for community and it's not always easy to find or engage with so days like this actually open up that conversation and they open up the visibility to what women are riding where and start bridging some of those gaps on ride groups or just another person that you may live a few blocks down the road from that also has interest in riding and you guys can then hit the trails together Um, I would say that's one of the biggest barriers we hear from women on any product is that who should they ride with who can they ride with uh, so a big part of my job is connecting those dots for women and making those opportunities more available and visible.
0: So how, so who should they ride with when they are asking you those questions? Uh, Cause I, one of the things I wrote down is what's the biggest hurdle for getting females into the sport?
2: Yeah, I would say it's probably accessibility as well as the community side of it. Um, Off-road is a little bit different. You know, there are some ride groups, especially out on the West Coast, that they can engage with. For on-road, the Lita's is huge. Um, The Lita's is an international women's ride collective, and I actually ride with them here in the Twin Cities, and we actually just signed a partnership with them through Polaris to get them into off-roading and to invite them to different types of terrain outside of just being on asphalt on two wheels. So that's pretty exciting. But even outside of that, you know, Facebook and social media, Instagram, they offer a lot of different opportunities. So if you look up your dealerships or if you look up your Polaris Adventure Outfitters, they try to connect you with those communities on their pages. And they usually do a really good job of that.
0: I have found the biggest ones over the years are your local ATV clubs. Yes. That is traditionally for us when we've gone out and set up rides and we needed people to come riding with us today, it's reaching out to the local ATV club. And there's a lot of women in those groups.
2: There are. Yeah. And they, they try to do women only rides too. Um, it can be intimidating myself. You know, I did grow up riding, so it's a little bit different, but it can be intimidating when you're the only girl in the group. Right. And although you may be able to rip just as best as the rest, um, it still is, has that sentiment of intimidation often for women. And so it is nice when you have your own cohort of like-minded people and be able to go out and ride
1: right? And especially if you're newer. I mean, like you said, you can be really skilled and still be a little intimidated. But if you're there hungry to learn and you're willing to learn, you know, it can be really intimidating if you just don't know really what's going on. I mean, which is totally acceptable. So I think it's really important, yeah, to have those scenarios where women feel really comfortable and like, okay, now I'm not distracted by the fact that I'm don't really know what I'm doing and I'm the only female here. Now I can just focus on learning because I'm around a bunch of people I feel comfortable with.
2: Yeah, and I think too, Polaris Adventures has really helped open up the accessibility side to it to women who are thinking about getting into off-roading because you don't have to commit to a big purchase to try it out, right? You can go and you can see You can feel, you can experience before you make that purchase journey. And I think that's a really cool addition to this day is highlighting that you don't have to own the products to be able to go out and ride and start getting into power sports. Um, So now I think we're at over 175 locations domestically, which is anywhere and everywhere.
0: Polaris Adventures is a big part of Destination Polaris, no doubt. We highlight four or five of their locations each year as part of our ride with the goal primarily of introducing new people, whether they be male or female, to the sport because it is the easiest way to get involved in the sport or just try it out for the day or just you're just like, I'm just going to go have fun. Yeah. You know, I may never want to buy one of these things, but I'm just going to go have, you know, i just want to go do something different and have fun. I was on a a shoot recently and we were talking to somebody and, uh, oh, I ran into somebody at the airport. I knew flew to Arizona, flying from Minneapolis, Arizona, and then all people, you know, going back home to Minnesota. And I was like, Hey, Hey, (laughs) and I was like, what are you guys doing out here? It's not spring break. (laughs) And they're like, oh, we went on a Jeep tour ride and stuff like that. And we loved it. And it was great. And we had done one time a few years ago. And you never forget that solo day. Yep. Ever. Ever. I've never, if they just did it one time, they talk about that you know, family get togethers and gathering. Remember when we did this? And
2: well, it's such a bonding experience too, you know, like to be able to share that with friends and family and people you might not know on an adventures ride, you know, it's a really quick way to break the ice by just hopping in vehicles and going together. And, you know, now with, I think the membership program, we're going to see that open those doors even more through Polaris Adventures because you don't have to take the commitment to buy the trailer, to buy the tools, to get the vehicle serviced. And, in my experience, that's been a big of the intimidation factor there is, okay, if I buy a vehicle, well, how do I get it to the trails? And what do I need accessories or outfit wise to make it a exactly what I want it to so I'm really excited to see where that team takes it and it makes my life a lot easier my job a lot easier because (laughs) they're probably sick of me with the amount of times I'm like hey I have this group who wants to learn how to ride can I go to another Polaris Adventures location so I'd be
0: curious is to to see if I contact them more or you contact them more
2: we (laughs) we should take a tally on this I think this upcoming season you know will you start marking down and then I'll start marking down and we can go back to that team and say all right who are you most sick of?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Who bugs you more, right, Jared right. or Mallory?
0: Yeah. I'll let you win that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we do. I do enjoy working with them. I've been working with them since they were three people and before they even started. And to watch them grow from just a handful of outfitters around the country to, like you said, 175 now has been amazing amazing. They were, they were tests were like, Hey, we need to get 30. <laughs> and they were like, we're never going to get 30. Now they're approaching 200.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that it just blew up and it's it so cool to see it. And I remember when it first came out six years ago, I think yeah. when we started talking about it internally and I was like, what is this? Like, is this actually ever going to work? This is such a weird idea. And I was converted very quickly once I started experiencing it. Yep. So, um, it was definitely, it's definitely one of my favorite and most welcoming i'd say business units in the company because they just that's the whole point they want people to just come and ride and experience their products outside. yeah just think outside and i think that's a really cool way to go about it
1: speaking you know we're kind of focusing on the the women's theme what has the trend been in female we'll call it ridership um because i feel like women in general in many sports are getting Gutsier and they're willing to be vulnerable and get more involved and there are so many more resources. What have you guys seen? So we've seen growth about nearly 30% over the last two years for Polaris Enterprise and
2: that's just focused on women riders. Um, I would say it's not one size fits all either. It could be adventures, it could be off-road, it could be snow, but nearly 30% in two years is a pretty big jump. Um, I don't know if that was something to do with COVID and people wanting to get outside and that just made that thought that they had in the back of their mind execute upon it because it was something they were able to do with their family or by themselves um but i think that nearly 30% is a really cool benchmark for us for the future because it just shows that women especially millennials gen z's younger women gen x you know it doesn't matter it's just women in general um which i'm really excited about too because there's not an age or a certain demographic or a certain region that it's happening it's just across the
1: board And you would attribute that probably to things like International Female Ride Day.
2: Absolutely. The visibility, the conversations, you know, internally too, we have a lot of really strong women at the company. Um, when I first started seven years ago, we, you know, especially being in operations and engineering, I felt like a a lone duck, um, a lot of the days. And then now you go up to engineering and ops and it's, it's a lot of women, you know? So I think a lot of it for us has started internally as well as externally. You know, when you have women behind the products, designing the products, selling the products, marketing the products, There's automatically just going to start seeing that engagement so naturally, which is really exciting for me. I mean, there are teams now that are just all women internally. And to see that they love power sports just as much as our consumers and they've been riding their whole lives. Like we just have
1: just started scraping the surface on what it really means to be a woman in
2: power sports. It's
1: interesting that you say that because now that I think about it, I have met probably more women that work for Polaris than men. And that, again, isn't just you know, in, in marketing or it's engineers. I mean, we did a ride up in Roseau two years ago and had a handful of just really rad chicks and they were engineers. They're the ones working on the parts, you know, we're taking the machine apart for fun and they're looking oh yeah, I designed this. I worked on this part. Well, how can we make this better? And it's like, you're right. There are a ton of females within that organization. And I guess I just didn't really think about it until you mentioned it, but It kind of just makes for a natural evolution, like you said, where that kind of soaks into the whole culture and then it you know, gets brought out in events like this and in activations and such.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a absolutely really cool environment to be into because, you know, I I am a, a woman in STEM. I grew up as a woman in STEM when I went to school for. And so, you know, that wasn't that long ago. And just to see, though, the amount of women and and boys and men like getting more into STEM and really applying that to to power sports has just been such a shift just in the seven years I've been at Polaris. And it's amazing to see it because it's it really has changed. And seven years, if you think about it, really isn't that long of a time. Um, and it, it, it makes for a really fun environment to not only work in but also to be part of Personally, too.
0: Seven years is exactly what this winter has felt like here in Minnesota. It's <laughs> <laughs> still going. It's still yeah. going. It's still going. We're approaching maybe, eight. Yeah, maybe spring. <laughs> I don't know as well. L- lump that in. Uh, oh,
2: I mean, I walked in with like my my bare coat, you know, because it was so cold today.
1: Yeah. My big furry coat. And I'm in a parka still. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. It's rough, I'm done being cold. And
0: I feel like every time we sit down and do another podcast or something else, we talk about the weather because it's been so crappy here. It has. And <laughs> you know, people that are hardcore here are like. So do you have any plans for yourself? For, yeah for May 7th what are you doing
2: so I will actually be down in Austin Texas away from the cold weather you know it was it's kind of weather roulette here it's called a seamless transition yeah there. yeah. <laughs> I'll be I, that was a really great transition <laughs> um I will be in Austin Texas at our Indian motorcycle dealership um which is actually women co-owned so we are having demos there and just a week-long celebration about International Female Ride Day and then um similarly to that our one of our Key ambassadors for Polaris and Polaris Adventures, Kelly Yazdi, is doing a ride in Round Top, Texas, with some off-road vehicles. So I get to bounce from on-road to off-road, back to on-road, back to off-road. Was Round Top? It's an hour outside of Austin. Is
0: it Round Top or Round Rock?
2: Round Top, Texas.
0: Is that at the uh, what's the name of that place? Wander Inn, Junk Gypsies. Yeah.
2: Yep. So she'll be doing that. So they have about 100 acres of land out there. So we're shipping down some Polaris Razors and. I, I can't complain. I no. get to one day be on a motorcycle. The next day I get to go ride some razors. And, um, you know, she has a big collective of women that are joining her there.
0: My sister lives in Austin. I should send her over. You should. Oh, yeah. Well, after right. this,
2: I'll get her contact information okay. so you know I can I can meet your sister. Yes. Probably the better sibling, the oh, significant sibling. Yes, I'm yes. guessing she's hey, the I only
0: female sibling, it. so yes, she's the best. Yes.
1: male
2: <laughs> <yes. Yeah. laughs> ally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> smart. We really nailed him down on that yes. one. Yeah, we did. I think we need to get you a sticker for your laptop now that says. We were discussing male beforehand ally. who
0: has the better stickers on the laptop, and I well, said yours are more. More work that. related, and mine's more travel related. But,
1: true, uh, but I yours are a little too organized, Jared. Do you think I'm mine? Like, organized? I kind of like the chaos here.
0: Fair enough. We're Fair we're enough.
1: really just pointing out what how our brains
2: work yeah. just <laughs> by looking <laughs> yes, at our laptops.
0: I am very organized, and so. mine's
2: incredibly chaotic. Yes, <laughs> a lot of layover. I mean, I'm I'm struggling now to figure out where else can I put stickers on my laptop. I am true. So
0: I'm too. I'm treating it like right. the bottom of my skateboard at the moment.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. It's an expression. Of yes, yes.
0: Well, I know we've talked a lot about Polaris Adventures uh, because they're awesome. They have places all the way from Maui to Maine. One of our coworkers is going to Maui. I think he might be doing Polaris Adventures out there. Pete is going. Oh, no, I shooters. didn't know. Yeah, it takes off. Tomorrow Saturday and goes out there. So well, he sounds like a rough life. Yeah, yeah, well, he's been booted twice on it because oh, of yeah, travel, stuff, travel like stuff like that. So I feel right. like all right, it's finally. we we'll let him enjoy. It. All right, we'll let him have this deserving. moment. I guess. <laughs> absolutely. I'm absolutely. still a little
2: salty about it because I would also <laughs> like to be in Maui for that. Yep, but it's yep, Fine. Yes. It's fine. As well. As well.
0: So uh, if you haven't checked out Players of Adventures, do that. Also, tunes are all good on every single ride and we work with rockford fosgate on a lot of our project x builds um going to texas next week as well on the east side of texas closer to shreveport and we are going to do a crazy build with rockford down there um, we're going to try to top your last Texas build. So I don't know how many, how many speakers did you have on that build when you were down.
1: Oh, I don't, I don't even remember. Industries, yeah, was it, it was loud. Somewhere that I mean, between
0: one and a hundred.
1: Yes, <laughs> I mean, te- you know, Texas, they like it
2: loud. I don't blame you on that. Now it really depends on what you're playing through those speakers, right? You know, I think it changes with what terrain you're yes. riding in. You know, desert razor riding requires very different music compared to mountain right. riding. Yes.
0: So lots of exciting stuff with speakers uh, next week on that, and of course accessories. We work with Assault Industries, as do you guys, Polaris, on a lot of stuff. And if you want to accessorize your vehicle, check out what Assault has to offer because there's a lot of fun stuff going on there. Mallory, you mentioned uh, before we started talking about you do five year out sort of stuff. And it always makes me think about what you guys have going on and what the future sort of looks like. Please lay out everything that you guys have planned for the next five years.
2: I don't know if I can do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's your NDA. Go right ahead. Yep.
2: yep. We might need to cut all of this following information. (laughs) No, just kidding. Um, we really just focus on on who we want to start bringing into power sports, or who we see emerging in power sports. So, um, our role is just all about engaging and going to events. Um, you know, we are just at King of Hammers for the first time. Our team talking to different segments just to learn. You know, it's yeah. all about learning for us, and that's what I like about my job and about our team is that there's not a one size fits all. I keep saying that, but it's so true for us. Um, our projections shift all the time, just based off who we see out riding, what they're doing and We learn about really cool events. We're going to a new event in Tulsa, Oklahoma that we've just never been to, this upcoming May 2, where we're bringing some razors and ATVs down there for people to see and interact with. Um, On the
0: spot, if she can remember.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's about a list of 30. um, The exact name, I'd have to look it back up, but it is in Tulsa the weekend of May 13th and 14th. Um, And it started off as a motorcycle rally. But again, this is where we're starting to bring an off-road into these segments because we think that that's a really valuable place especially in a state like Oklahoma where you have such opportunity to get off-road vehicles there too so that's the fun part about our job is we really blur the lines about what products to bring where when and why and it's fun to bring off-road products to maybe an on-road focused event because people are like what is that what is this razor that looks so cool it looks so fun how can I get on that and you know start opening up those conversations so long-winded answer to your question. No, I can't fully answer that because NDAs, but I can say that I would not be in this job if I didn't believe where we're going in the next five years. And I hope I'm here in this job for the next five years. I because. always
0: like to ask flares okay. people, in. so what do you have next? And they're like, well, I really can't talk yeah. about it. I'm like, yeah. you guys are all the same. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you never ever. <laughs> hey, that's yep, that's good. They're trained <laughs> We're well. trained We're well, trained well.
2: We really are. They'll they'll like to hear that. The communications team is going to be happy for that <laughs> feedback on that one. Yes,
0: who's ever like sprinkling the fairy dust over you guys to say, don't say this, don't say that. It's working.
2: It's working. Yeah, yeah it's, it is working. And it is fun, too, when uh, you see products that you've known about for five years actually out in the wild now right. and being released. I think that's one of my favorite things. When I first started for the company... Challenger is a great example. I saw Challenger as a concept vehicle. And then now I was like, this is going to be a really cool bike. People are going to love this. And when it was released, it's really fun to see those things or kinetic. Um, when we came out with kinetic, you know, I got to ride it when it was a concept vehicle and duct tape together. And now it's a real living, breathing thing out in out in the wild so yeah. that's one fun thing about working internally and having these NDAs is you get to ride vehicles that are a little questionable while you're trying to figure out all the the co- the component design and where it needs to go and then and give your input yeah and, and yeah and it comes out and a tribute then there it is
0: yeah you were saying that before too about uh female riders sort of feedback on what works for them inside a vehicle you know what what specific things that they would like to see you know i know For so many years, the seat was just stuck in one position, and now it slides back and forth, and I bet that had a lot to do with females being, well, I can't reach the pedals in these vehicles. Can you make the seats slide for me so I can get up and actually drive the thing instead of just riding as a passenger?
2: Yeah, we found that women ergonomics really matter to women riders. So the comfortability factor is key for them. So, you know, like even just the rigid seats, they don't work anymore. You know, they're not enjoyable for when you're out eight hours riding. Um, I think women are more vocal about that. And then outside of that, women inherently care about safety more um, is what we're finding in our data. So women not only want the vehicle to fit properly, but all of their gear to not only look good, but also to protect them and their family while they're out riding. So we try to bring a lot of that feedback and those insights into our work every single day. And whatever we do is built off of some of the feedback that we're hearing. Um, So we do have the Empower Sports Women's Riding Council, where we have prominent women in power sports come together collectively and talk about the trends that they're seeing. Or we send them on feedback rides on a Razor, and then they give us just... 10 pages of, I like this, I love this, this would be great if. Um, and that really leads us to really healthy conversations internally, too. It is well, fun. I'm fine,
0: fine, fun, fine, fine. Where is your... You get to travel a lot, and you just run a great shootout in California. I, I always like people. I ask, people ask us, so sometimes I ask people back, where's your favorite place to ride? Because you are a person who gets around the country a little bit. And you can don't have to be off-road, necessarily. I'm just curious as to... Places you've been in the country, North America, could you go to Canada that, that you've enjoyed?
1: That
2: is a tough question. Man, so I, many
1: different
0: experiences. I know.
2: Right. It just depends on the day and the type of riding I want to hit. I would have to say if it's trail riding, Hatfield-McCoy is awesome. Um, I'm, I know you both have been there and riding through there, and um, Hatfield-McCoy is I find very fun I like the trail riding perspective there but I grew up in the northeast coast so I think that's why I like it because it feels very true to western New York where I grew up um desert riding before this I would have said Moab this past week I would have said Moab but then after I the event I was just on Lucerne Valley in California, for sure. We got to put that on our list. I know, right? It was just, it was such a diverse terrain. You know, you could, you hit so many different types of desert riding in a span
1: of eight hours, which
2: you don't always get.
1: Totally. No, that's, it's always nice when you have different features and different things right there, convenient. Yeah, you can try.
2: It's thoughtful riding, strategic riding. I like riding where I have to think not just riding where i have you know there is a time and a place where you just have an open trail and you can just go because it's flat and there's not barriers or obstacles but for the most part i really like strategic riding so yeah that was a a very political answer i'm so sorry cuz i can't <laughs> decide you
1: sound like us though i, I mean it's decide. like it's so hard to answer that question cuz you're like well every ride's great for a different reason yeah. you know whether it's the place or the people you're with or the weather or the season or whatever it may be but when you're talking off road, that's the
2: beauty of it. That's yeah. the beauty of power sports is that you can hit twenty different rides in one state, and yeah, it and just have a different
1: experience.
2: Yeah, just looks entirely different. So oh,
0: for sure, for sure, we scratch the smallest surface on any shoot that we do because we're just one specific area of that state. When there are go to Colorado and there's fifty different mountain rides you can do. We just did this one. Next time we'll do another one, and another one, and another one. So So now I have to
2: turn the tables. Yep.
1: What about you two? (sighs) See, same reaction. It's just the deep sigh out. There's so many memorable, like, for me, it's, like, also, like, moments on different rides. I'm like, I, these moments stick out to me. Like, I mean, just being out in Colorado at the end of last summer, filming for um, our current season, and, the vistas were just so good. And it's like, cl- it was almost cliche because you're like, every corner has this Colorado view of Pikes Peak. And it it's like, you know, feels surreal, but it was so just special. We scored on the weather. It was gorgeous. There had been uh, wildfires and we just like the smoke literally cleared just for our three days of riding. Everyone there was like, we cannot believe that you guys you know, lucked out on this, but it was, it was really great. So that was super memorable. And then, um, I always say, um, in Oregon, why am I blinking on in Southwest Oregon? Yeah. why? Well, Coos, Bay. Coos Bay. Sorry. That was probably one of my fun, my most favorite rides because you're riding on the dunes right on the ocean, super unique. And then we hopped in a boat and got to pull crab pots and we got the full like cultural experience, Had a crab boil right next to you know the water and machines are right there so you are
2: the 10th person to tell me Coos Bay and I've not been riding there and I just when I was in Lucerne Valley with some media outlets one of the media outlet individuals told me that this was not their first ride because they went to a Polaris Adventures in Coos Bay yeah with friends they're great on vacation oh funny so not for work not for work yeah so I've had just in the past two months 10 people tell me the dunes in Coos Bay that they loved and that's one of the few locations i've not been to yet so now i feel like i have to yes, go yes you do
1: you do it's really unique and really special
0: i let you go first because my job is to do what the uh the male, 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 ally. male ally yes
1: god i can't wait just to use that <laughs> I know. on like, you
0: just burying that deep in the middle of an argument <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just whipping yeah, out the card yeah, right, right, right. And right when now right out? now uh-huh. uh i if someone asked me where that they should go that's usually, you know, uh, I will tell them Moab or anywhere in Utah. Just, you, you can't go wrong. You really can't. And I'm like, I don't even mean just the the riding around Moab is so great, but also because of the things you have arches and canyon lands and the Colorado River runs right through there. And so there's just, it's more for me than just the riding alone, but the riding is spectacular there. It's it's amazing. And then it, I would say, same as Alexa, it's, it's about the experiences on the ride doing something unique or different and boy is it hard to pin down for me because 13 years of doing the show my brain starts to go like what have i done recently oh god what did i do six seven years ago right you know, what did i do 10 years ago you you're know? making everybody very sympathetic yeah, no, 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 yeah yes, 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 i know you know we get to do things um that normally you don't get to do like if we if go to alaska and go on a ride you know that's Those were always like just very special experiences just in themselves because it's not every day you get to do something like that. We just did a ride for the season that's airing this past week. We were in Baja, right? And so we rode 300 miles through the uh, Baja Sur, the southern part of Baja, and it was awesome because here we are. At one point, we go to La Paz one day, and then we cross the peninsula, which might be the only place you can do a ride like that anywhere and cross the peninsula and then we do a forty five mile beach ride. Forty-five yeah. miles. You talk about Coos Bay and it's awesome because it's right there on the water. Yeah. But Coos Bay is five miles long or something like that. And and but this was like just flat out stomped it for 45 miles. Just it's never ended. Just didn't touch the brake for 45 miles. And <laughs> dolphins, whales.
2: Really sympathetic. Really to your sympathetic. Right now, yes.
0: <laughs> and then we went fishing afterwards. Yeah, we're just in Cabo. Oh, I'm tiling it on. I'm well, tiling, if I'm already yeah. there, if I'm already there, because people were asking about that because that aired, and we were yeah. already getting some. Where'd you go fishing? Who'd you go fishing with? And. Um, I think I told you this or whatever, but we, so we, the, the fishing was phenomenal when we were there. It was off the charts, perfect conditions for everything. The people we were with, the weather, the, the bait fish, the time of year, the water temperature, everything you could imagine. And we went out and we caught 82 marlin that day, 82 striped marlin the day we were there. 82, right? No. I have a picture with a flag. We need says photo 82. proof. I will show you photo proof. And this is the, the craziest part. You talk about the experiences. Late in the afternoon, the girl who was in charge on the boat was like, do you guys want to jump in the water and swim with the Marlin? And I'm like, is there like a, like swimming with dolphins sort of thing in a cage? It's like, no, just out here in the open. And we just dove in and snorkeled. And every Marlin were just shooting all around us. And I was like... As long as I don't get Crocodile dundee and a Marlin Spear to the heart here, I'm just going to hang out and watch what's going on. But it was insane. It's
2: incredible. It was incredible.
0: And it was just like one of those sort of, you know, we never knew what the trip was going to be like. I didn't know we were going to ride 40. I knew we were going to ride on the beach. I didn't realize we were going to ride it for two hours, Yeah, you know, sort of thing. I knew we were going to go fishing. I didn't know we were going to catch that amount of fish or jump in the water. So, but there's an experience on every single trip that we go on that I didn't know was going to happen. Even on some place that might have not have the most biggest vistas and the trail riding is pretty simple. We did a ride in Wisconsin and it was pretty flat, pretty wide open and pretty groomed. It wasn't a hard or difficult ride, but we ended up at a place where they cater to a, It's like an ATV campground. And it felt like we were in the middle of Canada. And I was like, okay, there's lakes everywhere here. This spot looks cool. And it's fall. And I was like, this is pretty dope. I'm down. You know, this is fine. I could, I live here. I could just drive my kids and we could go over there for a weekend and bring the machine. So it doesn't matter in the country. There's always a spot on every single ride that is, wow, I didn't expect that.
2: Yeah. And people too. That is my Characters. Absolute, yeah. yeah, my <laughs> absolute favorite part about riding is the connections that you make with people. And I think that's, you know, the three of us are all very fortunate that we get to ride. Extremely.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Frequently. (laughs) Right.
2: For our jobs. And, you know, it's one thing that I love the most is really just making friends. You know, it is a job and it is work for me. But it's also a lifestyle that I really just love and appreciate. And there's so many people who ride for different reasons and who are maybe new to it or have been doing it their whole lives. Who They started dirt biking at two years old, you know, whatever the story might be. And for me, it's the locations are pretty. The terrain is great, but it's the people in power sports and it's the community that you so quickly build. Yep just getting into it. I think that's that that'll always be my most favorite part about my job as well as my life is the, the the paths that I cross. And then to your point, you go somewhere and you're like, Hey, I went riding with you here or there and you just see them and you can catch up and, Um, I think that's probably always going to top it for me outside of all the ride experiences, outside of all the beautiful things I've seen. I've gotten to ride internationally in just crazy places like the Swiss Alps, but people will always top that for me.
0: I don't know. I rode in the French Alps. It's pretty good.
2: It is pretty good. It <laughs> is great. Don't get me wrong. It, it is, is good. good. <laughs> it is good. It's great. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, the, the people you ride with are always my favorite part Oh, it about makes it. the day. It does.
0: It certainly makes the day. If you have a good group with you that day, it makes the day so much better. I
2: haven't had a bad group yet. It's true. I've not. Yeah. I don't know if either of you have, but I've, I've never been on a ride where the people ruined it for me.
0: So we do most of our filming during the week. And so, who's ever with us? It's, it's, their, day it's their day off. It's their Let's day off. their vacation, or off. they're skipping work. For oh the day yeah, or they're vacation. excited! And they're doing their favorite thing, right? They love to ride, and so they love to show you around. I joke all the time. I feel like I've been on a, a guided tour for most of my life, and which is very odd, you know. And so, when I have to like schedule and do something on my own, I'm like, how do I do this? <laughs> but it's true because like you're in someone's backyard, and they want to show you the best of the best places in their in their backyard. And so it's I'm always appreciative and, and very thankful for that they're taking the time and spending the day and to show us around.
2: Yeah. For sure. And you know, even just at work, you know, having fifteen thousand plus employees worldwide, everybody has access to ride. And that's also the fun thing. You know, we have checkout vehicle fleets. We have opportunities for employees to go experience it if they've never done it before or if they've done it every other day and they just want to. So,
0: so where do you want to go? You said where you've been. Where do you want to go?
2: Also a good question. Baja, I know now I'm like, Baja sounds really yeah, nice. Yeah. By the way, he definitely asked us first because he kept that in his back pocket because he wanted to be just the top dog the top, on that top. answer I could
0: have better like I could top yeah blah here we blah, go. Blah, blah, blah we're going to have to I start have no keeping long... this tally yeah, yeah. too yeah, right? I am no longer the male ally here yeah. no
2: <laughs> do you see <laughs> what I do with right that that narrative right. quickly changed although, <laughs> yeah. although uh
0: I will say planning the, we have to start planning the new season coming this summer and that's part of the most that's literally some of the most fun couple of weeks we have here is just sitting around and sort of discussing where to go and who to bring and where we're going to highlight and Alex and I usually have one trip a year that we go on together and, uh, and usually that's sort of a cherry on top trip and uh with things being a little more open now, we can get out of the States this year. So I have some thoughts on hopefully where to go. So we're going to dig into some of your budget. and. Uh, I was going to say, in, yeah. I feel like <laughs> uh, I know somebody. You just talked about bringing somebody on yes. these trips. So yes. I,
2: I know a really yes. funny person from the East Coast that would love to go on these experiences. Right. So right. I'll keep you honest okay. on these trips yes. too. Yes.
0: I can tell. Yes.
2: I, I think, uh, yeah, I think Canada, there's just, I've not had the opportunity to, to do a ton of riding up there. And so- um, especially with COVID. And I've heard wonderful things about Calgary. I've heard great things, British Columbia. You know, I think that's an area I'd really like to go and experience riding in. Um, not that there's not great opportunities in the States. There's so many areas I haven't been to yet. Um, Arkansas, I've been told Arkansas has I'm pretty going good couple weeks. Alright, are you going riding? Yes, for You'll the have show. To l- you have to let me know. Yes, I will definitely I will. be watching that episode because I've been told Arkansas is a great place to go riding she's too. She's in and
0: around the Ozarks so she can uh, catch up on the cast and crew from Ozarks when she's there. <laughs> see what they're up to. Very nice. There
2: you go. Invite them out for a ride with you. There you go. Hey,
1: there's some idea. Great
2: way to make friends. Just be like, hey, I have access to this vehicle. Right. You want to go?
1: Nobody's going to say no. They're not. And if they do, then I'm that's, they on just them. yeah, that's on filtered themselves out. That's yeah. on them. exactly poor choices
2: there.
0: <laughs> but it's totally true. I mean, I rode in Arkansas just once 10 years ago and we had a blast. And it was at a time we were doing a little more hunting in the show as well. So we got to do some duck hunting down there. And it was it was fun. And you know, riding around in new places is always an adventure. It doesn't matter where it is for us.
2: For sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No I go. think I I would like to just experience different states, different terrains. And that's That list is never going to end much to like your 13 years, as you said, and all the memories you've made. You still have so many memories left
0: to make. Blah, 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 brag, brag, brag.
1: (laughs) Rose colored glasses over here. totally,
0: for sure. Well,
1: as we're talking about all our adventures, I can't wait for those ladies on May 7th who have not been out, or maybe they have, and they're just meeting new people to get out and, and explore something new to think outside, if you will. Um, Like you said, where's the best place for them to find out information about International Female Ride Day?
2: So check with your local dealer first. Um, as I said earlier, over 500 dealerships domestically activating. I mean, that's a lot. That's a of lot. Our, that's a lot that's of dealerships. Um, and it's so great to see the engagement there. So check out your dealerships or if you have a Polaris Adventures outfitter close by, check there too. Um, we've been posting things on our socials throughout the Polaris channel. So there's always opportunity where you'll see that there is this happening or that happening. Um, so gr- another great opportunity there.
1: Awesome. And when you, whether you're going with a Polaris Outfitter or you're just riding on your own, be sure to tag Polaris and use the hashtag Think Outside and IFRD, which is International Female Ride Day.
2: Yeah, you got that acronym down.
1: Boom. Yes. Perfect. It is, you know what, they're kind of useful. They are. (laughs) Shorten it up a little bit. They are. Super. And then you can see what everyone else is up to if you search that hashtag. Yeah, and
2: if you're in Austin, Texas region, I will be down there. So That sounds so fun. There is definitely riding opportunities down in Texas.
0: Fun. Well, today's podcast was brought to you by Full Throttle Battery. We use Full Throttle Battery on a lot of our Project X machines. If you want to increase your power, check out Full Throttle Battery and by Quad Boss. Quad Boss has been around for two decades and has tons and parts of accessories, whether you're a rider, rancher, hunter, and farmer, check out Quad Boss as well. Mallory, thank you so much for so joining fun. us. So fun to have somebody in. In, in studio and house that uh, basically can top us. Yeah, absolutely, and <laughs> uh-huh. that you can match with. Match in one with, day, yep. you <laughs> know, <laughs> our apparel. We, today. we gotta cut Mallory loose. She's got a wedding to go to apparently this afternoon. So I do
2: it's wedding season, folks. It is, it is, is kicking it off. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Yes. Yes. And be soon to uh, be sure to download our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And next time, uh, we will have Brett Carpenter from the race team on our uh, show.
2: Wow, I'm really glad I went before him. Yes, I don't I know, know if I could chop that <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> yes, all right, Mallory, Thanks again so much, and uh, we look forward to seeing you on the trail sometime
2: soon. Absolutely, thank you.
0: Upgrade your ATV UTV today at SuperATV.com. Whether it's portals, axles, windshields, lift kits, power steering kits, or any of the other great products from Super ATV, they have you covered through the entire process from design, manufacturing, testing, selling, shipping, and they're always there to support everything you need for your side-by-side. Go start your upgrade today at superatv.com.